Welcome to the Build Up on Balls.ie in association with Labrooks. Please bet responsibly. Visit dunlui.net for further information. Hello and welcome to the Build Up on Balls.ie, our weekly look ahead to the biggest sporting events of the weekend in association with Ladbrokes. We're looking at football this week, there's a lot of football going on during the week at the moment, but there's also a lot coming up at the weekend. Kevin Doyle joins us as always. Kevin, how are you? I'm good, Mick, and yourself? Ah, not too bad now, not too bad. Despite uh, Aston Villa's calamitous uh, display last night against Burnley and a collapse, but only bettered, I suppose, or only worse, whatever the word is, by Manchester United's calamitous performance at uh, bottom team Sheffield United. Going into that game, Sheffield United had the worst record of any team after uh, 18 Premier League games in the history of the Premier League. We're talking 28 years there. And then Manchester United, on this great run, title contenders at Old Trafford, and go on and get back into the game and then go behind again and lose it. And it's just, there's a part of me that thinks this has been coming and we've been overlooking some of their flaws in that, not you actually, because I think you've actually been quite, uh, you've had a few alarm bells, but just the general media narrative has been kind of overlooking the fact that they've been scraping through a lot of these games and falling behind. And maybe this has been coming. Um, Yeah, I don't want to be negative. I, like no. I'm quite positive on Man United a lot of the time. I, I, I don't think they're far from the finish article. Um, and not that it's been coming a little bit. I think last night it was more a case of them just expecting to win. Um, mm. You know, they've been actually, you know, they've had some lucky wins in mm. recent weeks, but it also played well at times, in fairness to them. Um, and it's played some good football, scored some good goals, you know, it was enjoyable to watch. But last night, to me, it just looked like they went out there and, you know, the whole team, Martial got a bit of stick. But in, to me, the whole team sauntered about and thought we're playing Sheffield United at home. Listen, it's... A handy win and their record actually at home is pretty brutal and um, their away record is fantastic their home record man united is is not that of a team who should be you know who are challenging for the for the uh, top spot in the league it's their, their away form that's kept them in it but last night yeah all over the pitch their back four get a bit of stick they were missing value men of play i think and got injured lindelof was left on the bench yeah, Kevin, I've just lost you there. Actually, he's just uh, broken up a little bit there. We'll try and get Kevin back in a second. So, as I said, Manchester United, they did leave Lindelof on the bench. They left Shaw on the bench, as Kevin was just saying there. Shaw probably playing as good a football as we've ever seen him, or definitely in a Manchester United jersey anyway. And it just seemed like an odd time to kind of change things up um, for United. They also brought, uh, they left Cavani out and brought in Greenwood. They left McTominay out, who people would, uh, you know, strange a year ago if we'd be saying that uh, McTominay not being there is... Uh, is a massive loss, but that's the way things have gone for United, and it was a, it was a strange performance at times. But you know, again, these things it might be just a one off. It is the kind of season we're having. Kevin is back with us. Kevin, you were just saying about uh, Lindelof and Shaw being left out of the team. Uh, I was saying uh, while you were gone, possibly. I know that you disagreed with me off air. That is that Luke Shaw is playing as good a football as we've ever seen uh, from him, at yeah. least in a Manchester United jersey. Uh, so even even you know even if he's still not maybe at the, the top top level, it did seem like just. It didn't seem like the right night to go and rest no. the team. You know, I know there's a lot of games at the moment, but you've got to keep the momentum going, don't you? Yeah, no, listen, Luke Shaw has definitely been playing better. He's playing the way he should have been playing all along. I still think there's more to come from, I really do. But, you know, resting him last night, you know, just when the back four looks sort of settled, um, 
you know, not Bailey was injured. Okay, fair enough. He's played recently, looked good, but leaving Lindelof out as well. So you're missing two of your back four, and, and they're not the best unit at the best of times, but they did look more comfortable. I think he treated the game, you know, the players get plenty of blame, but I think the manager deserves blame here. I think he treated the game like it was, you know, an easy win for them playing Sheffield United. No problem. I can make changes here. I don't think he took it serious enough. The players didn't look like they took it serious enough on the pitch. And But but I blame more the blame on the manager. He's got plenty of plaudits lately, but I think he made a mistake last night especially with that back four. Um, I think they need to be together, together as much as possible because they look like they don't play together a lot of the times anyway. They look, look like disjointed unit and just in the last you know four weeks, six weeks, they've got together and looked a bit better and I think he should have stuck with that. Um, whatever, one change out of four, make two changes out of four. You saw the second goal, it was, it was embarrassing stuff. So um, yeah, blame the manager as much as the players for, for looking like they, they weren't up for it either. Yeah, absolutely. I presume, like, I mean, as you said, you don't want to be too negative about what United have done, but uh, it is a lot of pressure on now for the, for the Arsenal game at the weekend. Uh, we'll talk about it in one, two, three, but Arsenal are in a good run of form. And then suddenly it's like, if they go and lose this, which they already did to Arsenal this season, then it becomes a little bit of pressure. And you've got David De Gea is back under pressure again now yeah. after, you know, two mistakes last night. You've got Martial, you, you alluded to it there. The abuse, now not personal abuse, not nothing kind of untoward, but the abuse that Martial was getting last night for his lack of effort, I thought the same possibly could have been thrown at Paul Pogba at times last night. And, you know, it did seem like just people were, <laughs> there was a there was a fed up nature among yeah. Manchester United fans, which I was surprised about given the run that, we, that they've been on in, in recent weeks. Yeah, listen, I just think everyone felt the same, you know, as I did looking at it. It just looked like they'd turn up and beat Sheffield United. And, and not just Martial, Martial got a lot of stick. But, you know, his nature and how he plays, he lo- he looks fed up at the best of times, to be honest with you. So you have to accept that with him a little bit. You know what you're going to get. He's He can be electric, but he's not going to be running around like Cavani and putting in the series, which he should be. He, you know, there's no reason why he shouldn't, but he's just not going to be like that. So wasn't surprised with him, but all the players looked at Half yard off looked very casual. Looked like we're just going to have to turn up and win the game. Um, and and making those changes didn't help. On Stetland, a back four that isn't the most settled at the best of times didn't help. And all that now leads to pressure against Arsenal. Listen, to win the last night and to go to the, the Arsenal game, there's not near as much pressure. If they don't win, they don't play well. It's all right. Well, it's Arsenal. They're they're playing well at the, a little bit better at the moment. Fair enough. But by losing to Sheffield United, it makes this game so much bigger now. Have to go and win it. Um, and maybe they will. They put a performance. You know, it's a bigger game, but just disappointing. You know, there was a chance last night to win that game. You know, Sheffield United. Uh, they won it. They won their FA Cup games, the first win in a while, whatever. They're bottom of the league. I think they've scored thirty something percent of their goals all year. We're against Man United now. Um, you know, just shows where they are to lose that game, to not go to be at home at Old Trafford. What a chance to win three or four nil. Keep the party rolling. Keep the ball going. Top of the league going into the weekend. Mm-hmm. The big game against Arsenal. No negativity. Um, and I do feel the players is much to blame, but the manager brought that on himself with some of these changes. Yeah, uh, agree completely. Uh, speaking of a manager who might have brought it on himself, Frank Lampard isn't uh, Chelsea manager anymore. He was sacked during the week, immediately replaced by Thomas Tuchel. What did you make of the whole thing? Like, do you think that Lampard was given a fair? Like, I mean, there's there's been plenty of overpraise for him. Yeah, and I think that's been well documented, and we talked about it. But I wonder. Has it did it go the other way a little bit too quick, you know? Because maybe we didn't need to give him all the praise in the world, but at the same time, he still was not really given a huge amount of time to turn things around there. No, um, you just hear some of the stories then about you know who he wanted to sign and it wasn't allowed and he, it was coming from the summertime. Um, listen, with Chelsea, it's not surprising. I don't think he'd been doing fantastic, he hadn't, it's obviously wasn't doing fantastic season, but you'd expect with him, you'd think they're giving him the job, they know this is the case. He's a young manager, mm. he's had a year at Derby. 
that they're hiring him knowing he's not going to be the finished article as a manager. It's not going to be perfect for a few years, but we're going to give him time. He brought in some young players who are starting to do very well. Um, you know, and, and they weren't brutal this season. They were fine. Um, he just had gone through a little bad run recently, but two or three months ago, they were flying in the league. So, you know, why did they hire him? If they knew they weren't going to instant success with him, they knew he wasn't a finished article, why hire him in the first place if that was the case? If you're hiring Frank Lampard, it's a long-term thing, unless it's a complete disaster and they're down the relegation zone or whatever. But they were where you'd expect them to be under Frank Lampard. They hadn't signed anyone until this summer. Obviously, they spent a lot of money, but they spent a lot of money in a pandemic when players coming in, they didn't settle Timo Werner. The likes of that, you know, very difficult, not just from a football point of view, as, as we spoke a few weeks ago, but from a family point of view, trying to come into London in the middle of a disaster zone, basically, yeah. and, and trying to settle in and play football at the same time. A lot of things were going against Chelsea, that many new players all at once. So I just think, why, why hire him in the first place if you weren't going to give him the benefit of doubt for a few seasons? Um, they probably shouldn't have hired him in the first place. He probably needed more time <laughs> elsewhere, but yeah. that's a different argument. But um, yeah, I just, it's, it's a bit, you know, in fairness, you know, listening to his interviews a few weeks ago when he, he said, I've done everything, I've given him the instructions and I haven't carried it out. That that to me was a writing on the wall. Um, maybe that's about six weeks ago where basically mm-hmm. it's like, well, I've done my job and the players haven't done theirs. You know, you're a manager. You might think it, you might, but the minute you start saying that about your players, I feel you've lost them and that was the, the start of the end from. Yeah, no, I think that's that's a fair point. And I think we've seen it in a few places before where you always know that if you start making excuses that it's not my fault, it's their fault. You're already yeah. thinking about the next job down the line, really, at that stage. But um, so Tuchel is in. They, you know, were no better last night. You wouldn't expect them to turn it around in a day against the kind of a struggling Wolves team. It's funny enough, you see it there. They're playing Burnley at the weekend, who are eight to one to beat them. Having beaten Liverpool, they beat Villa. They're this yeah. dogged Sean Dyche team that, like, you know, starts off terrible. You think this is the year they're gone. They turn it oh, around. Fair, like they, 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 they're so dogged. Like they really just don't give up. You don't think they, they're never beaten. And this is exactly who Chelsea don't want to be playing this weekend. Yeah. But they just want to ease it in with the new manager and get back into some kind of form. Exactly. I think that's great odds, by the way. And and. Tusha, I can't imagine he would have seen a played against a team like Burnley. He'll have watched the videos this week and he, you know, he won't have played against or managed against a team as direct and as physical. I can't imagine. Maybe I'm totally wrong. Maybe maybe there's teams like that in Germany, but I haven't seen it. Um or in, in France um either. So this will be a bit of an eye opener for him. So for, for Burnley to be those odds after the results they've had recently is, is a strange one. Um Listen, for him to get the job, he's only sat like he's gonna be no miracle worker either. He's a good manager, but he's just sacked by PSG for mm-hmm. you know, it's just the manager Murray go around goes again. Um yeah. listen, it's it's to me anyway, those odds are a bit crazy. I don't know how they're like that, just because we don't know how he's gonna settle in. We don't know what the vibe is in that squad. A lot of talk of players falling out and not talking to each other, so it's a strange one. It's gonna be a few weeks till he knows what's even he knows what's going on behind the scenes, how he gets everyone back together back on side and and gets them going again. But yeah, this weekend, that I wouldn't be betting on, on Chelsea, that's for sure. Maybe it'll surprise us or come out and win the game. He needs to get Timo Werner especially going, and he might be able to do that. They might have a bit of a connection. He might be able to get on with him better and, and, and make him feel more comfortable and, and get him scoring and playing well. Absolutely. We'll get to the one, two, three picks in a second. But just before we do, I just wanted to touch on Man City. They're now top of the league with a game in hand, as I kind of as I mentioned earlier, after after United not capitalising last night. You know, they beat West Brom 5-0. Um, it's only West Brom. It's, it's it's what you'd expect from Man City, but it's not what they've been doing. We talked about it last week, how they were really, really good at defence, but now they're kind of adding the goals to it as well, getting a little bit more fluid. They seem to have a, a settled enough team, on, you know, except for the few that he wants to change in, in the kind of the front of the team every now and then. And it just seems like they've hit, like they've really hit the ground at the right time. 
there's a consensus out there that this is like one of those seasons that Man City are, with Liverpool gone falling yeah. away. Liverpool City are going to go and win the league by 15 points. Do you kind of agree with that consensus, or is it too soon? Uh, maybe a little too soon. Like we were criticizing, I was doing the West Brom game um, six weeks ago, or maybe even four weeks ago, where they drew. Um, it was, yeah, it was the last game for um, in for charge Bilic. for Billich before he was sacked. And and after that game, you're thinking, you know, they're, they're way off it here, Man City. They looked like yeah. they're desperate for a goal scorer. They're creating chances, but you know, they were weren't they weren't playing fluidly at the time and they've really gone on a run since then. And they've been under the radar a bit. They've had two games in hand. So you haven't really been talking about them because they've been in the top two or three and they've sort of just got away gone away a bit and, and done their own thing and won the games and got themselves right back in contention, played those games in hand. And now it's hard to see anyone other than them winning the league. I'd be honest. It's a bit I know it's early to say it, but they were they were pro- even after all that Liverpool have done, they were probably Maybe favourites or close enough to favourites at the start of the season. I fancied them anyway at the start of the season. I didn't fancy them six weeks after that West Brom game, but I do fancy them now. Um, you know, problems at Liverpool, problems at Man United, and you know, Man City getting into gear, they're frightening. So just looking at those odds up on screen there, two to fifteen against Sheffield United, even after Sheffield United beating Man City, yeah. Man United at Old Trafford, those are probably about right, in fairness, those odds. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, twenty to one for Man City. And so it's, I was wondering when when they were at their kind of lowest, I thought, like in the entire Pep era when he signed the new contract. And I think yeah. it was a surprise to a lot of people because Pep's history is kind of stepping out around now. He had held off on this contract for a little bit. And you're thinking, he's gone. This is over. And we'll start again next season with someone new. And, and then, But when he signed again, I was like, this is an unusual move for him. He's obviously decided yeah. he's going to stick around and build this again. And he obviously did it because he saw that there was something there to build. You know, that the, they are, they're not the same team that won the league two seasons ago. They have evolved. And if they can get that sort of 20-goal striker to replace Aguero, which I'm sure they'll go out and buy in the summer, uh, this is a team that is built for the long run as well. Yeah, not easy to get a striker to replace Aguero, but they really do need someone to help them. Or, you know, he's getting a lot of injuries now, he's getting older, and he needs someone. And soon, um, I was really surprised. I thought he was gone. I would say the reason he stayed is because he doesn't want to become known as the manager who stays yeah. for three to four yeah. years and moves on. You know, he, he probably it felt like it was lined up like that. It left it a long time. He looked tired. He still looks a bit tired. He, looks, he doesn't look the sharply dressed, cleanly shaven, you know, <laughs> Spanish. Um, you know, the star look that he had, um, you know, maybe a couple of years in England do, does that to you. Um, so, yeah, I just thought it was t- time was right for him to go to New York again, like he did before and spend a year out. And, you know, it's, he's intense. You can see it. Everything. It, it looks like a man thinks every wake and second he thinks about football. So he does look like the guy who could do a year out. But in fairness, he probably thought I can't do this again. You know, I have to give it another couple of years. I don't want to, as I said, don't want to become the guy who who's known to leave after three or four years and, and, and need a break. So, um, but yeah, he's got the motor again, motoring again and, you know, results are going well, they're playing well. And it's all about what happens at the end of the season, do they win a trophy again? And I suppose the Champions League, you know, it's, that's yeah. more important to them, I suppose. And to him, he's been a while since he's, he's done it. He hasn't done it without Lionel Messi, I suppose, is the argument people have used. So um, that is his, I suppose, holy grail now to try win a Champions League with them. Absolutely, yeah. Well, there's four trophies they could still win. I wouldn't be surprised if they go and, and win two or three of them anyway at this stage. Uh, I suppose um, uh, as even a city centre penthouse in Manchester uh, is still kind of always uh, covered in rain and probably doesn't do doesn't do much good for the for the fashion sense. That's uh, uh, so we end up dressing like a Gallagher brother. But, uh, <laughs> <Yeah. he's... laughs> 
<laughs> Good point. <laughs> one, one, two, three. Um, this is your chance to win 100 euro cash on labbrooks.com for absolutely free. You play, pick three games from um, this weekend, uh, correct the, pick the correct score in all of them. If you get one right, you get a one euro free bet. If you get two, you get a five euro free bet. If you get all three, you win 100 euro cash. Kevin's going to make his picks here now. Uh, Arsenal versus Manchester United is the big game of the weekend. It's the first one up in this as well. We've talked about it a little bit already. Um, Arsenal beat them already this season. Yeah, um, it's really hard one to call this now. What United team is going to turn up? They're better away from home. I'm going to go for a few goals in this one, but a draw. I'm going to go two all. Um, I think there'll be goals in it, and yeah, a draw. I think a draw is a good result for both teams, really. Yeah. Not for United, I suppose, after losing to Sheffield United, but um, still away to Arsenal. A draw wouldn't be too bad from two all. Yeah, it's an Arsenal team, not not the Arsenal team of a month ago, but they've kind of got it back together a little bit yeah. as well. So suddenly, not an easy fixture anymore. Uh, Leicester versus Leeds. Then Leicester like fell behind to Everton last night, but didn't lose. And I thought that was actually like Everton good side, and I thought that was actually a, a sign that they're not ready to sort of go away quietly this week this year. You know, um, against yeah. Leeds, did win at the weekend, but not in the greatest run of form. Yeah, it's uh, another interesting one. It could be like four nil to Leicester. Or- <laughs> or one all I, it depends on which leads turns up but in fairness to Leicester they've kept going as you said they've, they've battled back from the internet not playing the best but still got a result out of the game um I'm going to go for I, I really like you know Leicester just under the radar and, and leads are so inconsistent I'm going to go for a three three nil to Leicester um, okay but again I wouldn't be surprised if Leeds won uh it's that <laughs> sort of team too so um really hard hard games this week to, to have yeah. any prediction though. I know some Leeds fans who are looking over their shoulder. I don't know whether it's just generations of uh, hurt in this stage. I, I think they'll be fine, but uh, they are a little bit worried. But um, again, I think that might be just uh, inbuilt into their culture at this stage. West Ham versus Liverpool is the other one. Now, so this is fascinating. We don't know how Liverpool yeah. are going to get on against Spurs tonight, but David Moyes quietly, without pulling up any trees or doing anything, has West Ham in. Look, it's obviously a false position to fort, but the fact is that before the season, me, you, everybody else, and especially yeah. West Ham supporters were talking about how they were going down. They were yeah. absolutely sure of it. This was good. this was a disastrous season written all over it. And this is this is fi- he's finally done it after leaving Manchester yeah. United. He had two or three goals in some places else, and it just seemed like yeah. United ruined his career. But this is the David Moyes that we knew from yeah. fifteen years. And ago. even yeah, exactly. It's even his second goal at West Ham. Um, yeah, you know it's. Real Sociedad, Sunderland. I know Sunderland's the graveyard for every manager in the last <laughs> however long, but you know, you forget he was there even as well. Um, so West Ham, to West Ham, I can't be easy managing him. I don't, I, he didn't get much say in transfers. I hear, I see an interview with him recently where he's speaking about he's now starting to get more, you know, control of the transfer side of things and get the players he wants in. Fair juice to him because you know, he was really scared by Man United, really, really scared, and then. Sunderland as well, you know, must to battle back, to come back, and to have West Ham where they are. It's just that uh, me, you, we all, I, you know, you're nailed on. They're fighting relegation, and they haven't have been, and they've played well. Not just, you know, I think there's an image of David Moyes' team has been pretty boring. They haven't. They've played well. They score goals. They look, they're good to watch. Um, in the main, so yeah, I, I'm really happy for him. He comes across as a, a genuine, you know, nice guy who. Who loves who loves football? Who might be overly obsessed with football, but he's a manager, and that's a good thing. And um, it's great to see him um, back and doing well. And the shows, you know, keep going, keep sticking at it. Anything in in life, um, you know, been beaten. It seems like he's been beaten with a stick for a number of years, but he kept going. He's come back, and yeah. to have them up there is a fantastic achievement from him. 
Great stuff. What are you going for in this one then, Dave? Liverpool coming up <laughs> After all that, London Stadium. Away win. <laughs> yeah, I thought you would. <laughs> yeah, um, I go, I go two one to Liverpool. Yeah, I think it's a fair enough call. It doesn't just diminish anything we've been saying no. about David Moyes either. So we'll see if Liverpool can get back on track against Spurs. Like that is a fascinating game in itself because we've we've been kind of teetering between uh, blip and crisis on this show for weeks, but it's full blown crisis now. I don't think there's any other uh, way of looking at it. So, but it can, they could bounce back at any point, I'm sure. Exactly. Um, so we'll see how that goes tonight, and then we'll see how they get on on Sunday. You can play uh, Labrooks one two three for yourself right now, just for free. Um, you can win a hundred euro cash if you get all three scores. Kevin Doyle's picks Arsenal 2 Manchester United 2 Leicester City 3 Leeds 0 and West Ham 1 Liverpool 2 won't be a bad weekend if it goes like that Kevin enjoy it all and thanks a million for uh, joining us cheers Mick great talking to you we'll be back with you with more build up next week until then take it easy